Ignite your curiosity with Austin next. We're watching Austin transform from a thriving ecosystem into a global superstar. With our host, Jason Scharf, we aspire to better comprehend the true nature of innovation. Together, we will uncover what makes a successful ecosystem and navigate the technologies shaping our future. Now let's dive into what's next. I didn't realize how much the phrase, the rise of the non-creative creative class by William Worley Hurley would stick with me. We had a rich dialogue full of insights and thought-provoking ideas. When Worley and Brett Hurt joined the podcast earlier this year, we talked about the convergence of quantum computing and artificial intelligence, the explosion and impact of generative AI, and Austin's evolving role in that landscape. But it was this one phrase, this single concept that I've been obsessing over for nearly six months now. In a few recent episodes, I've twisted and reframed this idea a bit, questioning the possible emergence of the non-scientist researcher or citizen scientist in the context of decentralized science and the future of discovery. With Zen Business, we discussed how technology is enabling a new wave of entrepreneurs by lowering barriers and amplifying their inherent strengths. But now I want to shift the lens a bit. What happens when the person challenging that expertise is my ever-questioning, ever-probing 10-year-old son? If knowledge is just a click away and AI is a co-pilot that helps you make sense of it all, what does that mean for the next generation? When ChatGPT first came onto the scene, I tried to get him excited about the technology. I thought, as someone who loved Minecraft, he would really enjoy the fact that I could just ask it to make up a story about the game. Let's just say that he was pretty unimpressed. The real breakout moment came when he had homework from his archery class. He was given 20 words or phrases that he needed to define. As we worked on it together, looking up definitions on Google, one in particular was giving him a real hard time. The range is hot. No matter what we found, he wasn't getting it. So I thought, let me give it a try in chat GPT. The prompt was simple and straightforward. Explain the range is hot to a nine-year-old. And there it was. Not only did he get the definition, but suddenly the power of AI was apparent to him. We didn't stop with that single definition, but continued on with the rest of his terms. Long bow, recursive bow. Before this moment, the internet was stateless. Every search, a different action, but now they all were connected. He not only got an answer on what a longbow was, but also how it differed from a recursive bow. Nuance was being added to a frankly simple homework assignment. A few weeks later, he was learning about the Bill of Rights and wanted to know what the rest of the amendments were. I couldn't quite explain the 11th Amendment. Apologies to all of my friends who are lawyers. And then he said, Dad, just chat GPT. It, it had become a verb. And with that, the world shook. Now, I can't draw a stick figure to save my life. Writing I can do, but the visual arts escape me. So I have been a big fan of all of the AI image generators. Suddenly, the pictures in my mind can actually come into being. And I have used these to create art for the podcast and images to accompany my various essays. For a short time, I was trying to follow the Kevin Kelly path and make an AI art image every day. The idea, of course, is that this would be aligned with the themes of my content, innovation, Austin, startups, etc. But let me tell you, if you put the word innovation into the prompt for any of these tools, your chances of getting out a light bulb are nearly 99%. 
after about a week of nearly every art piece being some variant of the light bulb, I was getting pretty sick of it. Worley actually stepped into the picture again and told me about the concept of negative prompting. You can use a word like innovation in the prompt, but then say what you want to be excluded from the final product. We were finally free of the light bulb tyranny. So what does the 10-year-old say? What happens if we put chicken, no chicken as the prompt? Excuse me. His first instinct with this new device is to see if it can be used to confuse the AI. I am not really concerned about the machine uprising because I think I might be raising John Connor. The result of our chicken, no chicken experiment, weird chickens, a chicken in a tuxedo, a giant chicken crushing a houseboat, a chicken in Renaissance garb, a chicken in a fantasy ephemeral garden. Best we could tell the AI interpreted it as you want chickens that aren't normal chickens. When I got access to Dolly 3 and ChatGPT, it basically confirmed this interpretation, but he wasn't done there. He wanted to see how far we could go. We started playing with mathematical equations to see what it would do. Five plus three run multiple times always got us back images of fantasy castles. Three plus seven had most images featuring clocks or strong circular themes. A division symbol by itself was a cosmic scene, while a plus symbol gave us drawings of women's faces with colorful elements like flowers surrounding them. He plays with these tools in a, in a fearless way. Every experiment is a new lesson for us, and it's a ton of fun. It's funny how kids perceive the world. My son knows I've got the world's information right in my pocket. He's aware that at any moment, he can ask me questions about anything, be it history, science, or even economics, and he expects, frankly, demands an answer. And, and let me tell you, the questions he comes up with are something else. Is Bitcoin dead? Does ChatGPT have all of humanity's public knowledge? What's the biggest land purchase of all time? And even explain the fourth and fifth dimensions. The scope of his curiosity is a, is a trip to keep up with. But here's the thing. I didn't want to be just an answer machine for him. There is a reason that we consider memorization to be the lowest form of knowledge. I wanted him to not just get the facts, but to really dive deep, to question, probe, and truly understand what he's asking about. So. What did I do? I created a co-pilot for him and think of it as a, a tutor, a teacher, a thought partner, all rolled into one. I set up a chat GPT thread specifically for him with this initial prompt. Before we get started, let's make sure you're calibrated to my nine-year-old's level. He's got a lot of unique and thoughtful questions, especially about science, history, and economics. So tailor your responses to suit his curiosity level. This was my way of ensuring that he gets a custom educational experience that really aligns with his unique interests. But it's not always smooth sailing. He was quite frustrated when ChatGPT couldn't clearly explain the fifth dimension to him. I mean, it's a concept tied into string theory and not easily put into kid-friendly or even adult-friendly terms. Let's just say he, he accepted that there wasn't a definitive answer, but he wasn't pleased about it. What's really awesome is that this ChatGPT tutor is a living, evolving tool. I've fine-tuned it based on his preferences and my own goals for his learning, going back to our fifth dimension example. The AI attempted to explain it as such. It's sort of like if you were reading a book and you could flip the pages to go forward or backward in the story. That's like time, the fourth dimension. Now, imagine if you could also jump to a completely different book, but in the same library. That could be what the fifth dimension is like. You're not just moving forward or backward in the same story. 
but you could move to a different story altogether. His response, you're not actually saying how it works. So we have told ChatGPT to stop with the metaphors and be as clear as possible with its explanations. At the same time, I want to make sure he learns correct jargon and they are not simply erased if he's confused upon the introduction of a new term. I've instructed the AI to clarify rather than simply drop them if he indicates he doesn't know something or doesn't understand it. Now, whenever he asks me a question without a simple answer or it requires us to search for the data, I hand him the tutor and have him ask. It's been great to watch how sometimes this results in a single query and other times evolves into a whole discussion between us. Dad, what happens if we ask ChatGPT to just create a game? My son's question sparked yet another journey down the rabbit hole. Given that I've set up custom instructions for ChatGPT to resonate with my own interests, venture capital, innovation, and Austin's entrepreneurial ecosystem, the AI crafted an Austin startup-themed game for us. We stepped into the roles of startup co-founders, faced with the real-world challenges of securing funding, developing products, winning customers, and aiming for a skyrocketing valuation. But that's not where the story ends. A few rounds into the game, my son started to alter the rules. He shifted the target from maximizing the company's valuation to focusing on the founder's share of that valuation, a subtle but significant shift and a fascinating glimpse into his perception of how the game should be played. He wanted more insight into the startup's health. So he introduced new metrics like money in the bank, valuation, founder's valuation, and revenue. Then came an interesting twist that he wanted to add. If our ownership dipped below 50%, our decision-making power would be constrained or even overruled. A valuable lesson in the subtleties of control and influence. We haven't stopped playing since that inaugural game night, and each session has become an opportunity to tweak the rules and explore new lessons. My son is not just absorbing business principles. He's also keen on user testing. He's eager to invite others to play curious to gather their impressions and feedback. Experimentation is his playground. For instance, he discovered a loophole that allowed for unlimited spending. Instead of exploiting it, we turned it into a teachable moment, patching the glitch and adding a new rule. Exceed your financial limits and you're faced with an automatic funding round, but at a down valuation. It's a real world lesson on fiscal responsibility folded right into our evolving game. So, What's the deeper lesson here beyond the obvious business simulation? My son is internalizing the idea that the rules of any game are not set in stone. They're malleable and possibly even controllable. We're at the cusp of a major shift in education and how we create expertise. My son's experiences are just a single example of how traditional education is being flipped on its head. AI is democratizing knowledge and opening doors for non-traditional learners, young and old. It's leveling the playing field. I didn't mention my own use cases of suddenly being able to code HTML, understand complex scientific concepts, and at least doubling my productivity. I've heard that some schools are considering banning the use of AI. While I understand the concerns, I have to say, if that rule comes into play at my son's school, we won't be complying at home. I don't say this lightly, but I am going to give my kids access to every program I can get my hands on. 
consider the unintended consequences. First, my kids would continue to advance, fueled by these powerful tools, while others who follow the rules will likely fall behind. Secondly, it sends a complex message about rule breaking that sometimes it offers an advantage. That's a dicey lesson and one that is coming up more and more. So what's next? Whether it be the non-creative creative class, the non-scientist researcher, the AI natives, or as my son is starting to call us, the chat GP tiers, this quickly approaching new era is going to be powered by those who are fearless, curious, and ready to explore. So what's next, Austin? We're glad you've joined us on this journey. Please subscribe at your favorite podcast catcher. Leave us a review and let your colleagues know about us. This will help us grow the podcast and continue bringing you unique interviews and insights. Thanks again for listening and see you soon.